You still got a few more minutes. You still got two more nah, minutes. So man. give yourself two minutes. Nah, I ain't uh, giving okay. myself no. This is good because already we ain't even been talking for a whole minute, and it done already got rich to me. You know, <laughs> it done already got rich. So I said, let me hit record, and then you know, because this is all audio anyway, it's all good. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's on the audio. Yeah, it's all audio. So okay. Yeah, you know, I, I saved the video because maybe later I'll I'll release the video, but I want people to hear what we're talking about more so than what we look like and what we're wearing, because I think you know our lived experiences is what really enriches us, and it's what we've gone through and what we've gained through what we've gone through that I really want my listeners to get, which is the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Yeah. You heard? That's a yeah. fact. So again, man, thanks for joining me here on the Prison of Promise podcast. Um, and I don't already explain what we do and why we do it. Um, yeah, whatever. I know I'm I'm in the inner circle, so I definitely understand what you what you're doing, why you're doing it. Yeah, and thanks for actually inviting me to the podcast as well. Absolutely. You know, I also got a podcast too, so you're welcome to that space as well. I'll be you coming. Know, yeah, you're welcome to that space as well. You know, this is how we have to be able to expand each other you know Absolutely. i think a lot of circles that i've been in you know i and i know you didn't ask me a question yet but um it's all good you know i was at an event one time and it was a guy that i used to work with you know he was like he was on my case though i basically like his case manager yeah yeah and the guy wound up going to rackers island and he wound up getting killed you know mm -hmm. he wound up dying in rackers island whatever you know whatever reason and I remember that his aunts came out there to support, you know, his death and things of that nature. And I remember speaking about it and the spirit came over me and started telling me to say certain things. So mm. when I was speaking about it, I was saying that instead of us falling in love with these systems, when we get our foot in the door, we pulled allow everyone to come into the room so we could dismantle the system. That's right. I said, we got to be like ants and locusts when we inside these systems. That's right. They're not supposed to understand who is the king, who is the queen, who is the leader, who's not the leader. They, they shouldn't understand who to attack. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be in a space where all of us are equally yoked to actually dismantle systems. Equally yoked, they, they try to use that in the form of, of, of basically like marriage and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But equally yoke is actually to have the same mind, heart, and spirit yeah. about a particular issue, especially if the issue is harmful towards humanity. Mm -hmm. So if we, are, if we are perpetuating issues of harm so we can make paychecks and we can give ourselves great titles as far as president and vice president and directing things of that nature and live in Beverly Hills while the rest of our individuals are struggling in the ghetto. Yeah, man. Then when these these systems are not being dismantled, our sons and daughters and their sons and daughters and their sons and daughters in turn is also going to be subject to these same type of systems while you and I go back to sleep. Because we're yeah. going to go back to sleep regardless if we like it or not. Yeah. So when we once we go back to sleep, we don't know we're going to be a reawakening. Right. And if I was to re if I was to be reawakened in 10 years from now, I would not want to be here. Not the way things are now. Nah, I will, nah, I'll be like, yo, yo, come on, Lord. Come on, bro. Have some compassion. <laughs> let me sleep a little while longer, bro. A little like, while longer, you know, yeah. Yeah, let me sleep a little while longer, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But, you know, like even in the Bible, the Most High says that he took Ezekiel in the whirlwind. But when you get into, like, Revelation, the Most High said he's going to wake Ezekiel back up in the last days and bring him back down here, which actually shows us that we can't escape these things even in life or in death. 
Right. And so we have to live with knowledge. We have to live with knowledge and understand that as we dismantle systems of harm, the most high, that, that is our way of actually redemption to our Lord yes. for the things that we have done in the world. We look for mm -hmm. man to redeem us by giving us prison time and, you know, and things of that nature, putting us on parole to see if we're going to be good citizen society. But how do we bring forth redemption to our Lord by mm -hmm. dismantling systems that are very detrimental to us as a people, as a whole, that's going to carry on for centuries to come? Not just a century, but for centuries. Generations, bro. Generations upon generations upon generations. Yeah. Yeah. Are, yeah. going to be affected by these causes because we're calling ourselves presidents and vice presidents and directors and CEOs and things of that nature. No one should uh, no one should know the difference between me and Craig. Mm -hmm. No one. When we both walk into the room, we supposed to both walk into the room with equal power. That's equal right. Substance, equal understanding and awareness about what's going on. No one should run up to me and praise me. Great nation praise Craig, because we both came into the same room. That's right. When we start doing those definitive factors like that, we water down the services of what we actually came to do. And that is the way of the world. If you think about it, we've all been watering down our services, you know, and we get caught up in our things. Just the other That's day, right. I was getting out the shower and I was thinking, who are people without their things? Whatever their things are, be it their degrees, their titles, their cars, their clothes, their house, all these things, depending on what things people have, other people elevate them or put them down without realizing with or without those things, we are all the same. We are all powerful. We are all coming the same image, the same capability. But I like how you use that analogy earlier, you know, of the locusts and the ants. You know, they work together. They're equally yoked. They're in the same accord. And because they are uh, uh, participating in what I call uh, cooperative economics, you know, beyond economics, but just cooperation, they are able to achieve amazing, almost seemingly insurmountable um, obstacles and things and feats simply because of their willingness to, to collaborate. But before we dig deeper, I think it's important for us to pause and rewind back to the beginning because I want our listeners to know who I'm talking to. That's right. And where you're right. from. So if you would, right. maybe introduce yourself. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. just jumped in, man, with some I know, heavyweight bro, that's firepower. I got you. Yeah, my name is Daniel Evans. You know, and, you know, I'm formerly incarcerated. You know, I worked in nonprofits. I worked as an advocate to close Rockets Island with Justice of USA. I worked well, you was there with Glenn Martin. Yeah, I was there with Glenn Martin. I know yeah, Glenn Martin. Yeah, that's my man. Great friend of mine. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And you know, I cheer him on. I like his Saturday, the Saturday morning rants and stuff right. of that nature. You know right, 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 right. Good brother. <laughs> yeah. I'm in that same space. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, I was in this car though. I don't know where I was at, man. A lot a lot of this stuff is like walking through portals, man. You know what I'm saying? So I was in this car door, and no one was in a car door but me and Glenn. I was, you know, we was actually walking and meet each other. And it was weird because no one was there. And this is this big organization or whatever. And Glenn stopped me. And he said, you know, Nathaniel, man. I said, yeah, what's, what's going on, brother? He said, yo, man, you know, I wanted to say something to you because I just came out of a meeting. And I was like, yeah. He said, um, 
they don't like you, man. You know, they they doing everything in their power to keep you out the room. He said they don't like your policies. They don't like the philosophies that you're using. And they feel like you're not a part of the inner circle. And I said, well, I'm not a part of the inner circle because the inner circle perpetuates harm. That's right. The Most High brought me here to dismantle your systems right. and not to perpetuate your systems. And I was really thankful that he actually gave me that insight, mm -hmm. you know. And and from then on, I've been actually seeing that what he'd been talking about is real. Yeah. So when I go into these different spaces, I go into these different platforms, you know, I understand that I have a spiritual obligation to do the work that I'm doing. Yeah. Right. Men would love to give me gifts, you know, like to take me to go get something to eat, you know, like to explore my mindset. But at the end of the day, I'm not here for them. Right. Right. We you know we're here from what I look at is to basically fulfill an oath that we took. Mm. Talk about it. All right. So it's a, it's a passage in the Bible. I got to remember it, but it's a passage in the Bible that it showed that the Most High came into the room. It was a couple of spirits that was hanging out in the room. And the Most High walked into the room and said, yo, you know, I have an issue. So the spirit said, yeah, what's the issue, my Lord? And he was like, well, you know, he pointed down. He said, you see that man down there? And they all looked down. And he said, yeah, we see him. He said, well, the Most High said, well, he has, he has an agenda that if we do not get ahead of that agenda, He's going to fulfill that agenda. He's causing massive wickedness and harm in the land. And he has to be uprooted. So one of the spirits said, um, most one of the spirits said, I know I, I, I can do that. I can go down there and uproot him from his path. And the most I said, Yeah, how, how are you going to do that? And he said, Well, you see the man that's standing next to him? Lord said, Yeah. He said, Well, I'm going to infiltrate him and I'm going to turn his right hand man against him. And I'm going to disrupt his whole system and his whole physiological plan. And the most I said, that's an amazing, amazing insight. Go down there and do that. And when I read that scripture, that scripture told me that I did the same thing when I was in the presence of the most high. Mm. When the most high told me there was something going on in the land, he was showing me the harm and atrocities. I said, I can go down there and fix that. Mm -hmm. And he said, how can you do it? I said, well, I'm going to go down there and do such and such and such and such and such. So he said, go, ahead, go down there and do that. Mm. Right? And so I came out here on an assignment. And because I got caught in the world and because of the family members that I was basically associated to, the mm. household, the community I was associated to, I forgot my assignment. Mm. And I got caught up in all other type of things except the assignment that I said I was going to come down here and do. Mm -hmm. I was going to come out here and bring forth change or dismantle these certain systems or these certain systems and instead, I got distracted. Okay, you know just by the world, by life. By, by life, by the world. Here. Then, you know, yeah. I got, got married and had children. And, and, and then I wanted to ride a Lamborghini. And then I wanted to, you know what I mean? I wanted to have power over man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I wanted to be praised. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like I was an object. You see what I'm saying? And mm. I lost I lost my, my insight. I lost my spiritual connection to my power, to my the Lord. divine. That I divine into the gifts that I said I was going to bring forth into the world. I took mm. my gifts and hit them mm. and kept them to myself. Mm. And I Thank didn't you. give them freely out into the world mm. as I supposed to. So as a result, the world swallowed me up. Mm. It mm. took my gifts bit by bit, step by step, and put them in the archives. Now mm. I got to run around and I got to find my gifts that's in the archives 
because I freely gave away to this woman, to this oh, man, God. to this cause, to this organization. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, wow. to this belief system that I got to mm. have, you know, the, this couch, or I need to have this type of TV, or I need mm. to have these different type of things. Mm. I'm sitting here trying to build my life in a world that the most high only gave me 100 years to exist in. So let me ask you this, bro, because that is heavy. It's very profound what you just dropped. At what point in your life did you realize you had gone astray? And what did you do or what did it take for you to get back on the straight and narrow or the right path? Yeah, I realized like like three years ago, I was in a space, man, where I had, I went to this event and I started seeing the way that people was watching me, how people was looking at me and how they was moving away from me in a certain space. Right. And the spirit came over me and told me, man, you know, you have to do better. You have you have to do more with your life. Right. You focusing on others and you focus on how you're being responded to by others, but you're not focusing on you and how you responding to, to you. Mm. And this when I was seeing there was a spiritual disconnection between me and the world. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about Paul and Paul's talking about the the flesh and the spirit war against each other. Mm -hmm. And one want to be dominant over, uh, over the other. And mm -hmm. I realized that I allowed the physical world to dominate my spiritual world. You because I didn't you... see myself. And just three years ago, you started realizing this is what you're saying. I started realizing that three years ago. Because I I look at a phrase where I was asleep. Mm. And I think I went to sleep about probably like eight years ago. I went to sleep according to my duty, according to my spiritual ties, I went to sleep. The world came at me with everything it had, and I didn't have the power or the wherewithal to see it in real time mm -hmm. to navigate around it as I used to in the past. Because my and my spiritual growth started when, you know, before I came to prison, but when I got into prison, it actually solidified itself and took me to a whole another plateau. So I was studying and teaching and, and and restructuring men and things of that nature. And I was being restructured by men as well. Right. And I lost that insight. I lost that ability because I wanted to connect myself to men on a higher level. Mm. And by doing so, I diminished my spiritual gifts and my spiritual powers by want to be in a room and want to be known by this man or this Got woman you. or Got things you. of that nature. Got you. And then as I fell for my spiritual gift, all those men and women that was actually, you know, praising me and looking for me and calling my name, they all moved out of my way. Oh, absolutely. They will. They move. They, they, they straight diminish themselves out of Ain't my no life. Ain't no friends out here. Ain't no, see, look at that. Look at that. Look Ain't at no that. friends out here. And look at that, you know, you, and in this journey, we need spiritual friends in this journey. And the spiritual friends we need in this journey has to be of the heart and a mindset that we're all being attacked. That's right. And that some of us are going to fall for tricks while others will not, but it's going to be vice versa. Yeah. And we have to be able to create a hedge that we can all go in to protect ourselves from these outside vibrations that come to uproot us from, from mm. our own manifestation. Mm -hmm. And when you in the spaces and you don't have spiritual friends on that on, on that magnitude, when you fall, your fall gonna be great. Mm -hmm. It's Nobody gonna be greater than you, you could 
airborne magic because you have no one there to catch you. Like you, you said, they're going to all move out the way. They're going to move out the way. It's like Christ said. Christ said in the passage, he said this. He said, I've seen a great evil in the world. And it was like, what are you talking about, my Lord? He said, I see that man will love he which, who they cannot see, but hate he that they can see. Mm -hmm. So they'll turn around and say that they love the most high. They love the most high. They love the they ain't most high. They never seen the most high. They never seen the most high. Not one time. Not even in a dream. I hate your brother. I hate your brother that you see in the flesh that you can hug, that you can kiss, that you can dance with. Mm -hmm. I was at, yo, listen, man. I was doing some security job one, one, one time. And I went outside, you know, and it was three, um, Three Jewish dudes, three white Jewish dudes, you know, that was outside. And they was they was in a circle. They was holding hands with each other. And they was in a circle and they was going around the circle and they was dancing and they was singing, right? And as I looked at it, I said, something is wrong with this picture. I said, because this is what I'm supposed to be doing with my brothers and sisters. We're supposed to be holding hands in a circle and bouncing around and praising the most high and singing songs and singing praises and then coming back and hugging each other celebrating each, each other and, and celebrate each other and stop each other from the falls that man has created yeah we have yeah, not yeah. created these falls when men put systems into place and those systems actually determine this over that or put this person over this person those systems of failure absolutely those are not systems of unification so mm -hmm. when man does not see that man has created traps to, to uproot other men, then he will sacrifice his other men and land for those systems and within mm -hmm. all of those different systems. Systems and I things. System and things. I go into a nonprofit and they don't want to hire me in a nonprofit. They say, yeah, because Nathaniel, you speak against a nonprofit. If you don't want to hire me, that means I'm speaking against your nonprofit because that means that whatever I'm talking about, this is what you're doing. So you're guilty by association. Hit dogs holler. Why you're not A hit dog right. will holler. That's Let me right. ask you this, Nathan, uh, Nathaniel. Um, how long have you been out of prison? I came out of prison in 2007. Yeah. And you've been out since. No violations. Out since. No new charge. No violations. No. I went back into the prison system as a volunteer. Now that's beautiful, ain't it? Because <laughs> I know when I was inside, I said, I'm coming back in this place in my own club. I did. And I'm leaving came, when I want to. That's right. I came back into the same prison. The first prison I ever went back into was the prison I got released from. Yeah. 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 Where'd when you get was, released from? I got released from um, Mid-State Correctional Facility. I was there. I was I there. Went right back in there. Yeah, they gave me 90B0400. Yeah, 97A5956. Somehow you never forget those numbers, right? Why would you? Don't Why want to. You? Don't want to. But let me I ask mean, you. Go, go, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. You, you could not forget those numbers for the life of you because you're only defined according to those numbers. You're well, never defined yeah. as a man. Yep, yep, for however long you in those places. Yeah. I was in there day. for eight years, so yeah. I was in there for 11 and a half years. So you know. And it didn't matter what facility I went to, I was always defined as 97, 8, 5, 9, 5, 6. Mm -hmm. Always, And it never right? deterred. Always. Yeah. You had to tell yourself that that's not who I am. That's oh, not my name. Oh, I, you know? I had a model. I had a model that I, that I used in prison that saved my life. 
Mm -hmm. It was a model I came across and I use it every day in prison. Mm -hmm. This is not my life. That's right. That's right. We have to do that positive self-talk. Yeah. Just like negative self-talk can derail us, positive self-talk. That's right. Get this us on is track. not my life. That's yeah, right. I said it every single... I said it to captains. I said it to sergeants. I said it to, the, to, to wardens. I said it to counselors. I said it to my fellow peers. This is not my this life. This is not my life. And that's right. You know what? I said, said something similar to that um, when I was incarcerated in the cats. It was a group of cats that I was talking to at this point. You know, they told me. Nigga, you crazy. You going <laughs> you gonna to get out and come right back here like the rest of us. Uh huh. I've been out over 20 years. But even if I did. Even if I did come out, I see this is one of the things that we have to get out of space of judgment mm -hmm. of coming to systems that have been created. Mm -hmm. We did not create any of these systems. None. These systems was created for intricate purpose. Mm -hmm. And it was to house men. Mm -hmm. And it was to house our men. Mm -hmm. to dominate the, us. The, the prison system, it was for black, it's for black people, black, brown, minority, poor people in the land. Right? Mm -hmm. You're a white mm -hmm. person and you're poor, it's created for you too. That's right. Right. That's right. We have to understand that we did not create any of these systems. We didn't mm -hmm. lay one brick to build these systems. But isn't it bass backwards, though? But ain't it bass backwards, though, how it seems like a lot of our brothers tend to invest in this particular system that we're talking about, this carceral system, to the point that they hang their identity, their masculinity, and all of that on their ability to navigate prison. That's right. I've That's been right. to prison, so I'm a man. I've been to prison. I'm about it, you know. But what else do you have? What else? What else are your life's experiences? They create as a social context. It's a yeah. social context that allows you to have an identifier. And so, speaking, this. speaking yeah. of a social context, what would you drop on a young man? Say a young Nathaniel or another young man you might be working with who you see reminds him of yourself. What mm -hmm. is some knowledge you drop on him about how to navigate properly, navigate these the social contexts and ne negative messages that we receive about who we are and are supposed to be as black men? Yeah, I, was, I would basically express the fact that we have to have an awareness around what's happened to us in the world. Mm. We have to have awareness of what their laws are, mm. right? We have to have awareness of what systems that have they created and and then question why was this system created? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? Well, if you look at if you grew up in in in, in the basic ghettos like I grew up in, mm -hmm. right, you will see a high presence of police officers. You will see criminality at every corner that you turn. You can't you mm -hmm. can't get around it. You're gonna see men get killed, you're gonna see people robbing each other, you're gonna see people selling drugs, Everything. you're gonna see people crossing each other, beating each other up. You're going to see these social contexts and you got to be able to say and associate yourself to a higher plane and saying, like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm in control of me. Mm -hmm. This is my existence. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to take yourself outside that spectrum that has been created for you to walk down that path. Yeah, I remember when I was in Mid-State Correctional Facility, I'll never forget this conversation. It was a friend of mine that we was doing facilitation together. And one day, me and my friend, we was in the classroom. We was just him and I in there. And he looks at me and said, you know, Dan, you're racist. You're a racist person. 
I said, why, why would you say that? He said, yeah, because you don't like white people, you know? And I said, well, you know, um, I said, I'm not racist. I'm a realist. Hmm. I see that this system has been created for one nation to dominate over another nation of people. And my people did not create this system, even though we may pay, you know, buy into it and pay into it and get stocks and bonds according to it. We had nothing to do with creating this system. Mm. This system here is to eat our legacies alive. Mm. And out of nowhere, in a second, the white council, you know what I'm saying? I know his name too. His name was Mr. Lucente. I'll never mm. forget this white guy. The white council walked into the room. And my friend said to the white council, he said, yo, man, I want I, I wanted to thank you, man, for helping us create this booklet because we was doing ART classes, mm -hmm. aggression replacement training classes. Yeah. And he said, yo, man, you by you helping us create this booklet, you know what I'm saying? The class has been running more smoothly because now we ain't got to get our sheets of paper. We could just give out a booklet and it makes it easy. Mm -hmm. And the white guy looked at him and said, look at it like this, man. When your son come to prison, mm. this book is going to make it easier for him, too, to understand the curriculum. Oh. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. Yeah. And my friend looked at me and I said, I told you. Mm -hmm. I said, I told you what these systems are created for. And, and I will also say to young men, even if you find yourself inside these systems, do not take on the victim mentality. Yeah, man. Empower yourself. Empower yourself. Don't say it because I did this. This is why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. You you have you have committed an offense against another man, against another person in society. Mm -hmm. But your first obligation to redeem yourself from that offense is the most high. If I could go back, man. man, if I could go back, because you just dropped this word again, and you said it earlier in our conversation, and we're coming towards the end of our conversation, but I'm glad you hit it, because I wanted to grab it earlier, and you just said, you know, redemption. 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 And so I think that in many regards, those of us who are trying to do better after we find ourselves in the penitentiary, coming out of the penitentiary, we are trying to redeem ourselves. That's correct. We're trying to say to people around us that I'm better than the worst act that I committed. I can do better than what you anticipate I'm going to do. You know, just give me an opportunity. As a matter of fact, just move out my damn way and watch me work. Don't yeah, let me flourish. Back. Yeah, let me let me let me let me be that let me be that caterpillar that turns to that butterfly, bro. Ooh, ooh, so you can look ooh. at my magnificence. Yeah, it sounds like you've been reading uh, Naeem Akbar or something. <laughs> <laughs> man, did I hit the nail on the head, man? Yeah, I, you know, I, I explore many different concepts, man. Yeah, man. My, my brothers and sisters in the world. Yeah, man. You know, we are the enlightening tools of the world. We know we... Yes, indeed. You know, we bring forth so much wisdom and so much knowledge to yeah, increase man. one another, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And, you know, that's why there's no big avenue to use when it comes to the space of knowledge, when it comes yeah, to the man. space of wisdom and understanding, yeah, because yeah, man. we have to be able to cultivate ourselves. And if we don't see that we are our greatest strength in the world, then we will have no strength. Wow, man. And, yo, with that, man, I want to call it um, almost a wrap, because I think that that's a very powerful place to end it. If we don't see our potential, you know, if we don't see our potential, I think that's a very powerful place to end it. But before we end it, I want to ask um, 
how can people reach you if they want to reach you? Yeah, so you know, um, I like I said, I have a podcast called I'm a Data. So you can reach me about going I'm a Data YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Twitter. I'm on um, Instagram on all those different platforms. I'm on yeah. Google, Amazon, Spotify, All Heart Radio, things of that nature. Everything's so I'm that, the that's data. how you can reach. Yeah, I'm a data, Nathaniel Evans. I'm a data. Either one of those two, and you mm-hmm. actually be able to find me. You know, we can have a conversation. You know, you know, yeah. I'm here to assist my brothers and sisters. Yeah, in the best way I can, and it's right. not about it's not about money, man. It's about it's about changing. Mm-hmm. that mental cortex man yeah. it's about shattering certain yeah. principles that they have created you know I, I was doing a speech and i know you're closing up but i was mm-hmm. doing a speech uh, a couple of weeks ago in front of city hall and i said to the men and women these systems that y'all putting into place how many of y'all are going to be alive a thousand years from now to see what these systems are going to do to life and who is going to harm and who is going to protect how many of y'all gonna be able to revisit this? And they was very offended behind this 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 conversation because they're not seeing right the true essence of what they're bringing into the world and what those things will be. Is a guy called Earl Nightingale who has a concept, the strangest secret, and he speaks about the fact that whatever you plant into the world, it will produce itself. So if you're planting harm into the world, it will produce itself. Yes, sir. And it may yes, come sir. back and visit you while you're on your deathbed, mm-hmm. right? To say to you, you could have fixed this and you did not. Mm-hmm. Now your grandson is in prison, mm-hmm. right? Your mm-hmm. son is in prison. Your daughter's in prison. They're, ba- they're being basically harmed the same way that you was harmed because you chose not to dismantle systems, but went in bed with those systems you know what I'm saying? And got your nice little comfy pillow and went to sleep at night. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of dismantling systems, instead of judging one another. And what Glenn was talking about on his podcast is or his rants, mm-hmm. the, the cancel culture. They got yeah. the, the cancel culture yeah, out there that. where they just they dismantle brothers and sisters because they don't have the same ideologies and the same principles that they have. You know what I mean? And they're not in the room rubbing shoulders with Warren Buffett and all the different things like that. Mm -hmm. They try to magnify themselves by getting millions of dollars that they could take nowhere fast. Mm -hmm. You can make these millions of dollars nowhere fast. Yeah, man. When they put that hole in the ground for INI, it's going to be the same. That's right. You can't dismantle the prison system with your money. You can't buy the projects to basically turn the projects into condos where people would not want to leave those establishments because it's so beautiful. You're going to have, you know, big rooms, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have jacuzzis in there and, and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to want to go outside and, and get in all type of mayship and mayhem because they were like, you know what, man? I, I like my place, man. You know, I like I like the community I'm at. You know what I mean? I got a nice big dog walking park and things like that. I can take my dog and we can meet different people you're, they're not going to want to leave their communities in such a harsh way to get snatched right. out of the community. We're being snatched out of our communities. We're mm-hmm. not. You may think that we're doing crime to get out of our community. Well, we're being snatched out of our community because there are no gun factories in Brooklyn. We don't make guns. We don't make knobs. We don't make drugs. Right? All these things are transported inside of our communities. Cellophane baggies. Once, 
needles, all those, all those things. We don't create nothing. I, I had a conversation with a guy from Chicago a couple of years ago, and he had told me that there was an incident in his, in his town where there was a, a an abandoned railroad track, right? And he said it was abandoned for years. And he said one day a train came came into it, and he was like, they was all like baffled, like. How, why would a train come through it? It, it, it leads to nowhere. Right. But a train came into the town, onto the tracks, and then it stayed there and never moved. So after a while, people started venturing out closer and closer to the track to find out why this train why this train was there and just sitting there idly. And they basically got the courage up and they bust the locks open and got into, got into the train and they had all type of guns in there. Mm. Every gun that you can imagine was was inside that train, and he said he said within a two month time period from the time that they found those guns, crime skyrocketed, mm. murders, armed mm. robberies. You know what I'm saying? Assault. So that sounds like those those guns were planted there. They were planted there. He said, he, and when he, him and I was talking, he said he never realized that they was planted there. Until him and I had a conversation mm. about their systematic structures, Years their systematic later. harm that they yeah. put into place, and we walk into those traps. It's a, it's a, it's a scripture in the Bible. The Most High says, "Surely a net laid in the sight of a bird is in vain." He's trying to tell us that even though you may think the bird is not intelligent, but if you lay a net in the side of the bird, the bird will never go to the net. So he's letting us know that there are nets. That been laid out that we see that they have laid out, but we intentionally walk into those nets and get yeah. snatched up. Yeah. And I think sometimes we walk into those nets because many of us are coming from backgrounds of depravity where we don't have much. So we're like, you know what? I'm going to risk it because I ain't got That's nothing. Right. So I'm going to go for it. What, are, what do I have to lose? We used to say and that, that makes me jump. And that makes me think of what Mos Def said uh, in mathematics when he said the killing fields need blood to graze the cash cow. It's a number game, but the shit don't add up somehow. You know? Look at that. Look at that, bro. Yeah. See, there's yeah. a there's a wisdoms that come come from us from the depths of our souls, from the, the core of who we are. Because, like I said from the beginning of this podcast, we come here under assignment. We don't just come here. There's an assignment know that it. brought us here. We need to get back into what that assignment is right on. so we can actually start facilitating our lives on a higher level right. and facilitating the lives of one another as well and holding one another accountable. Mm -hmm. See, when, when we when we fall in grace and we fall in, 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 in structure and life, we need others that come to us like when Job fell, right, to hold us accountable. Right, and we have to be receptive, and we have to be receptive to that accountability. Receptive to being accountable. I need to know that when Craig come and speak to me, he is not coming to me to speak to me as my enemy. Right, he is coming to speak to me as my brother. Right on. Right, because I was at an event one year, and it was a Jewish lady. She was speaking at an event about the uh, the basic prison system. We're down to three minutes. I know, and she was saying, I see it right here. She was saying about the system that they were using. And as she was speaking, a spirit came over me and I was like, it told me, say something to her. So I said, okay, man, I say something to her. So when she came and stood next to me, I said, yo, sister, the spirit told me to say something to you. And she said, what's that? I said, well, it told me to tell you that y'all cannot keep coming down here 
and seeing the systematical harm that's taking place and not giving us the proper tools and resources to dismantle it, right? I said, the spirit told me to tell you this. If y'all refuse to protect us on this plane, when we get to the next plane, we will not be able to protect you either. Hmm. And she looked at me and said, wow. I said, I'm telling you, man, hmm. this did not come from me. This spirit came to me to tell you a certain thing because y'all going to be looking for us to assist y'all when y'all get to the next plane to tell our father that y'all helped us dismantle these harmful systems while we was down here. And if y'all did not, we're going to stay silent. See, we're on an assignment. Brother, we may not know we're on an assignment. So many years since these systems have been in place. If the world was to end tomorrow, it's too late. Because there ain't, right. ain't enough people done done enough to dismantle these harmful that's, systems. That's, that's, that's correct, brother. We're losing our brothers and sisters at a drop of a hat, bro. Mm -hmm. And we have people that's in place that have political power, that's, that's called themselves CEOs and directors and vice presidents and presidents that will not let real men and women come into those rooms to dismantle those systems. They placate these systems, you know what I'm saying? And, and and they're protecting the system. They're protecting people getting systems. rich off of these systems. And they're getting rich off of these systems. They get rich off of brothers like you and I that's actually speaking truth, that's coming to spaces, and they're trying to move us out the way, but the most high refuse to move us, so we have to go through mad different trials and tribulations to keep our position in the world and to keep our identity because if we don't, we will fall, you know what I'm yeah. saying, under these different magnitudes because these systems are heavy. Absolutely. And at the same time, I know that moving heavy weights builds resilience, builds strength, builds wisdom, builds endurance. And so we've been moving heavy weights since our people encountered That's right. the European. And, and this is why Christ, when he came down, he had disciples he picked he specifically picked certain men to help him with actually moving these boulders that actually been on our shoulders under the present day laws that they had in that time period those boulders exist also in this time period and those boulders move us into spaces of criminality move us to spaces of harm move us to spaces of believing that our, our lives are useless and worthless unless i went and got got this bottle of water out the store right sure. And not understanding that I'm creating this bottle of water because this bottle of water is created for me and I was not created for it. That's right. Brother, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, brother. Respects, brother. Blessing to the king. Blessings to the God. I'll be in touch. Tag me in this. I'll, I'll show it around. I'll put it on my page. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. Keep, I'll be